0: Hi friends, Logan here, one of your co-hosts with the Better Events Podcast. And this week we are so excited to dive into another conversation about social media and branding as a business owner and an event professional. This week we have Christina from Heart and Social who's gonna be sharing her favorite tips and tricks when it comes to getting noticed on Instagram, on Facebook. And we do talk a little bit about Instagram's new focus on video and what that means for business owners. And before we get into that interview, I do want to remind you to share this podcast with anyone you might find valuable, especially event pros out there. We are looking to grow this community. And if you love what you're hearing or want to give us some feedback, feel free to give us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, enjoy this week's episode.
1: Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. All right. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. We are here today joined by a guest, which we're, of course, very excited about. And so today we um, are joined by Christina Snow from Heart and Social. And we're going to kind of deep dive today into tangible tips that you can use for social media, for your social media, whether um, it's you know personal, or professional, but tips that you can use going forward. And to give a little bit of an intro for Heart and Social, and for Christina. So Christina has her bachelor's degree in strategic communication from Washington State University, where she specialized in advertising, public relations, and communication technology. She loves the strategy behind social media and is currently into experimenting with Instagram reels, which by the way, I've seen, and it's super awesome, the stuff that she's put out. So in her free time, Christina likes to spend time with friends and family, cheering on her Cougs or any of the professional Seattle sports teams. So welcome, Christina, and thank you so much for joining us today.
2: Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, definitely. I want to give a little bit of, of context, and then you can, you know, add in anything that you feel like I've missed. Um, but so for, for Heart and Social, we're going to touch on your your company and what it does and the focus, but um, for some background. So I've worked with Christina prior to the start of either of our businesses, and um, the organization that I used to work for utilized services of a, a company that Christina worked for. And then later on down the line, we both ended up going, you know, doing our own things and starting our own businesses. And so we've been connected kind of throughout this time of being in business and starting businesses around the same time. And so we've seen kind of each other working in that aspect. And so um, I know because I've worked with Heart and Social uh, before in another capacity is that they are really good at branding and social media. And so just really
2: excited to have you here to represent. So thanks again. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to share some tips. Um, like Mary said, we worked together before and my business partner and I helped her promote like events. And so I'm excited to share some tips specifically for you know your guys' audience um, that's applicable applicable a little bit more to them, but then also in a general sense for everybody listening.
0: Yeah. And I know, Christina, I have not gotten to meet you in person, but I'm very excited because I feel like I virtually know you through your <laughs> Instagram reels. You guys have definitely been killing it on the on the social media game. And so before we really dive into those tips we've been alluding to, can you tell us a little bit more about Heart and Social and you know how did it start? What's the story behind your business?
2: yeah, so my I have a business partner, her name is Brianna, and her and I worked together for about a year and a half at a different creative tech agency in Tacoma and we um, like we both went through similar programs at Washington State University. She's a couple years older than me, so she went through before me um, and we really got to know each other at our previous job and worked well together and we were ready to kind of move on to, you know, kind of a bigger bigger arena because where we were working before was great. It was just very, you know, our boss wanted to stay kind of in his comfort zone and we wanted to try some new things and, you know, kind of grow and be more um, more aggressive because we're younger and we're like, okay, we, we have the bandwidth. And so we were looking for other agencies that were already established, but nothing was really clicking So we decided to just kind of start our own thing. So we plotted and planned and um, did all that. And at the beginning of COVID, like right before it started, we put in our notice, our two weeks were up and then COVID hit. And so we were navigating starting a new business and being in the global global pandemic. So that was a little bit of a hiccup just because a few people we had lined up, put a pause on it because they weren't sure how their business was going to be affected. But we, you know, we went, we rolled with the punches and we made it on the other side, which I'm very glad it was a very interesting time, but I think a kind of a great time to start a business just because we were at home, everyone was at home and it was just easy to just work on our computers, get our website started, get social media accounts and get all of our ducks in a row before taking on clients.
0: Yeah. And who would you define as kind of currently like your ideal client or the kind of people that you guys are working with?
2: Um, Right now we're working with a lot of um, like female owned businesses, kind of in the 35 to 45 age range um, in the, a lot of kind of like a design focused industries. So like interior design, um, home renovations. Um, We work with a lot of like medical, like aesthetics, dentistry um, and like real estate. So kind of the like home home and medical industries are kind of our sweet spot right now. Um, That's a lot of the people that we work with in in the Tacoma general area.
1: Awesome. Well, so I know this is kind of like a big question and it's probably something I know since we started our businesses around the same time, something that I know I'm still kind of figuring out and so curious what your thoughts on this are. Um, but from your perspective, you know, from Heart and Social, what is the most valuable thing a business can do to market themselves on social media? And maybe it's multiple things. So what are kind of some of the top things that a business could
2: do? Um, I th- consistency is key. Um, coming up with some sort of like posting schedule and like sticking to it is very important because the more it doesn't have to be high quantity but if you're posting every Monday and Wednesday or you know you pick a day or two to start out with where you know you're always doing a post then the people in your community know that they can see one but then also the social media platforms will notice that you're you know, you're active, you're providing new content, and they'll push it out to more people. Um, So doing that, but then also interacting with other accounts that you follow, because they don't want you just to post and leave. They want you to spend some time there commenting, liking, interacting with stories. So really being consistent, but then also being active yourself um, are like the key starting points.
0: Yeah. And so I know one of the stressors that comes, I feel like, for a small business owner is often that there's so many social platforms out there and it can feel overwhelming to feel like you need to be on all of them at once. So do you have a favorite in the come when it comes to platforms for businesses, whether it's Facebook, Instagram? I know pandemic had me more into TikTok, which I never would have thought of.
2: (laughs) I think, yeah, I definitely think um, for businesses. Instagram and Facebook are, are your core ones. If you have a more younger facing like clientele Instagram, if you have maybe, you know, baby boomer, older gen Z is more your clientele than Facebook. Cause they, it tends to be younger Instagram, older Facebook, but both um, since Facebook owns Instagram, they both work really well together. So if you post, you know, if you only have time to post one, like post to Instagram first and directly po- send it to Facebook, that's like the best for, you know, efficiency, but Instagram and Facebook are the main two for businesses and more specialty businesses, like interior design, for example, you know, they could benefit from Pinterest or, you know, there's, there's certain businesses that can like, there's a there's an Orthodontist that I follow on TikTok. And since Orthodontists usually deal with teenagers, like that's a good platform for him because that's where a lot of his, you know, patients are is on TikTok. So just kind of the other, you know, the other ones are kind of more hit or miss like specialty for certain pockets of demographics. But definitely Instagram and Facebook are the two core ones that you want to make sure you have.
1: And question about like the content when it's posted. Um, I was talking to a group about this the other day and we were kind of just debating like the best way to go about it. So um, if like I post something on Instagram and I do that, you know, add to Facebook little button and so it double posts onto Facebook as well. Isn't there something with Facebook and I genuinely don't know. So I'm super interested in your thoughts, but isn't there something where they Um, Like Facebook doesn't use as many hashtags as as Instagram does. So maybe it's like taking advantage of like some things on Instagram versus other things on Facebook. And I don't even know if this is a thing. So please tell me (laughs) about something. Yeah.
2: So, so normally like, so some people for Instagram, they'll put their hashtags in the caption. Like the way that we do it is like, we'll write out the caption. And then the first comment is where we put the cluster of hashtags. So in So I think what you're more referencing is like people don't really put like a ton of hashtags on Facebook, like they'll put them in the the caption. Like for us, we do like three to five on Facebook and then on Facebook, we actually like write the caption and then in the same caption box, we'll put like three to five hashtags. So I think that's kind of what they're saying, because on Instagram, you can use up to 30 and like that's what we do is like we'll put them in the comments like the first comment will be 30 hashtags, but on Facebook you just do like three to five in the thing and then you're good because it's not as big of a thing. Like people search hashtags on Instagram. That's why you want so many, but people don't really do that on Facebook.
1: Right. So it doesn't matter. There's like no difference in the algorithm or whatever. If something, if a hashtag on Instagram is posted in the comments versus in the caption
2: itself, it's all the same. Yeah. No, that doesn't matter. Yeah, it still picks it, that. it still hard. picks it up. Yeah, if it's if it's associated with your post in any capacity on Instagram, it'll like it'll show up in the um, hashtag search. Awesome. Okay, I've been trying
1: to clean up my posts, so this is why I'm like really digging in on this one. Yeah, so put you. them put them in the comments because it looks
2: a lot cleaner and a lot nicer.
0: Yeah, I will. Well, while we're on the talk of it, Instagram. I guess I'd love to know what your feelings are on the the Instagram's like controversial new shift away from photos and more to videos and focusing on their video content.
2: Yeah, it is. I it took me a minute to like get behind it because for myself or for like our business personally, because I'm like, I don't really want to be on the camera, like doing a video. Like, what do I do? Just like sit there, talk. So it like even for us, it like took us a minute to be like, okay like, no, just just do it like we'll uh, you know, we'll batch a few videos and then we'll have some content. and I personally really like the like reels, like the short videos, like it's it's fun to do and it's different and you get a lot because they're pushing it out to more people since it's a newer feature. So if you do a reel, you're gonna get a lot more reach than just like a regular post. So like that's also something I like. I um, don't like that it is how do i say this correctly like i it's hard for small businesses to like do a bunch of videos like they don't have the time they don't have the you know the confidence you know whatever like i don't like that it really has kind of pushed to a lot of video because that i feel has discouraged a lot of people from like using the platform so i think once it like kind of balances out because as it becomes less of a novelty and a new thing it'll kind of like even out and you won't have to do as much So I don't like it in that sense where like people feel intimidated, but like once you actually start doing it and like start making them and get comfortable, like they're really fun and it's like a great way to kind of like show the more personal side of your business and people respond really well to that. So what I'm hearing is you don't think the photo side of Instagram is gonna
0: be is gonna like die off. You just think no, I don't. I don't work.
2: think it die off because like that it, like it is a photo sharing platform. Like that's how it was started. I still think um, that photos will be a very important part of it because having the variety is what you want. Like you don't want just all of one thing. And people still do respond well to, like, the, you know, the pretty photos of, you know, if like, if you're a restaurant and you share photos of your food or, you know, things like that, I, I think photos will still stay around. I think we'll find more of a balance.
1: Yeah. Well, that's good to hear because I'm not, <laughs> I'm probably not going to be making any, like, TikTok type Instagram I mean, reels you did all, great. I you did great that, that one
2: that we made. One that we made. Yeah,
1: Maybe we'll have to like repost that on our better events pod or link it to to you because that was that was fun.
2: You're right.
0: We'll, we'll have to that, share yeah. on our we'll have to share on our stories for sure.
2: Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. Sh- I'll, we'll send that to you and you guys can yeah. share that. because that was fun. But
1: I think it's because too it helps when you're like with a group. I'm like intimidated to do that by myself probably.
2: <laughs> but the- oh yeah, I literally I because we because Brianna and I had like we'll batch out content and like so we'll do like a few together, and then like sometimes we'll batch them like individually. So literally in the spring when it was sunny one day, I have like a big pink rhododendron in my yard. I took my recycle bin, put it in front there, like put my tripod with my phone on it, and then just like recorded a bunch. And I'm like, if anybody could see me now, they're gonna think I'm some weirdo like (laughs) filming videos with my camera on top of my recycle bin, just dancing in my backyard. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, it's the one just, we did was like legit. you had you brought your tripod and your ring light and everything. and oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, because like, we, we were down there' do.
2: we're, we were down somewhere else, like doing content. And so we had like the tripod with us and we're like, oh, this is perfect. why do you think that that
0: barrier to start, like you touched on that, Christina, of, you know, as a business owner, if you're not somebody who's comfortable in front of the camera or you don't have a tripod or a ring light or you know, some of that stuff of putting your face on on in the in the shot in the video in the photo can be really scary. How did you guys motivate yourselves first, I guess? And then what are your what is your advice to clients or other business owners of like how to get started if you've never done it before?
2: Yeah, I the way we got because we I mean during the pandemic, like both of us really got, especially me, like I got really into TikTok. Like I I spent hours on there just like scrolling and watching and just like watching so many people do it. And then, you know, we follow some other social media experts that were really like stressing the importance. And like they gave some tips on like how to do like transitions and like how to do all the more kind of complex stuff. And we were like, OK, like, let's let's just try one. I we were, it was couple months ago, like we needed some content and like I'd been meaning to try reels. So I decided I was like, okay, I'm just gonna do it. Like I found I found what did I do? Oh, I did like a social media tip. That was like our first one. I had seen like someone had shared one that we follow had shared like how to add Instagram guides to their profile. And I was like, I can do this. And I just did like a short little snippet on my face. Like I started off with just like a little bit on my face and then it was mainly just like a screen recording on my phone, like showing how to do the how to. And then once like I did that, cause it was just like an intro with my face, the screen recording, and then like a thank you video that I did. And then I did that and I posted it and everyone was like, Oh, wow, this is great. This is awesome. Like, and I was like, Okay, I can do this. Like people, people like this. People. And then so I just slowly, we started like, we did one together and then we did like a whole one with just ourselves. So just kind of like experimenting with either like a helpful tip or if there's like a trend that you see a lot of that you're like, I could do this. This sounds fun. Like you're just you know, you're just pointing at the corners and then you just put text bubbles up there. Like, I'm not even saying anything. I'm just listening to the music, just finding a simple one that you feel comfortable trying and then just putting out there and see if people respond well to it. And, you know, it's only 15 to 30 seconds is like the good range for reels. So just kind of experiment and show some people and then if you don't like it then well you gave it the try yeah.
1: Give it the old college try <laughs> totally i think there's like man i'm gonna butcher this there's some quote i think it's from we bought a zoo that movie have you all seen that and it's like uh, yeah. 15 seconds of like extreme courage and i don't remember what the end goal is but like it's just give it 15 seconds of extreme courage you can do it and i feel like that yes it is this. it is
2: from that movie i don't know the whole co- quote but like i saw like a yeah. like a clip from that movie where they said that the other day yeah, yeah we bought a zoo but yeah it's true yeah. i mean just like you think that because i feel like what do they say that like you're your worst critic and so like you you notice all the weird things that you know oh like my eye twitched or like you know my hair was out of place or whatever but no one else notices that um yeah but then you get into the fun like the fun one that we did where you're like just running at the camera, like quoting Mrs. Doubtfire. Like it's just little (laughs) finding the fun little ones because people eat it up. It shows the personal side of your business and like people do business with people and um, they're like, oh yeah, like that's funny. Like I like that. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because that's
1: that's like one of the things that I wonder about sometimes too. And we've touched about it kind of on other episodes sometimes too, Logan, but what what would your advice be for someone when it is coming to like – I like what you just said. It makes it – puts the people behind the business. Um, mm-hmm. What's like the line? I don't know. Is there a line between representing like your business as a business and your services versus you behind it? Like I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out the – how to kind of do both because both are important pieces.
2: Right. We – so like – so our – slogan is like highlighting the hearts and souls behind every brand. And so we really, you know, we with our clients and with what we put out, we really try and educate and entertain. So a good balance of like we never want to be like too salesy with like with us, with our clients. So like yeah, you know, we'll do a sales post about a promotion or you know whatever. But then you know finding the balance of like okay I do a sales post and then the next one I'm like educating them on the importance of like X, Y, and Z in my industry. And then I'll do another one about like, Oh, it's so-and-so's birthday or, you know, Oh, this is the struggle of a small business owner. Or, you know, these are the kinds of questions we get asked in our industry. So really more so like educating them on the importance of what your business does, what your industry does. um, Sprinkling in a little bit about your team, your you know, the founding of your business, ho- holidays that pertain to your industry, and then a little bit of like legit like sales. Like, obviously, you want to work a little bit of sales into the education. Like, oh, for more information, like give us a call, you know, send us a DM, comment, like encouraging them to interact with either your business line or your um, social media account, but just kind of more really education focus is like the strategy that we employ.
0: Yeah. And I think it's so interesting for like our audience specifically for event professionals, whether you're an event vendor or an event planner or something like that, that those lines do get very, very blurred of like brand and person. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that the power of social media to kind of fill out who that person is. Cause I also think so much about events is like kind of personality driven and Mary, you can disagree with this, but I just think, you know, there's so many different kinds of events and people you can work with, but like often it is, you know, you want to like the person or get along personality wise with them. And social just is this great way to help you convey that as a business owner, Um, I started a YouTube channel during COVID and that was something that I started just for It was something I always wanted to do. I knew I would be awful at it. And the way I built confidence before I did my first one was I went down and watched some first YouTube videos from some people whose channels that I had followed um, Mm -hmm. or other event people just to like, and this was a suggestion from a friend. She's like, just go watch other people's first video and then watch them now and see how like they've evolved. And when often you're coming into somebody's like journey, like that's not their first time trying it. They've actually had to learn and grow. And that was such a good way for myself to be like, oh, this person's audio was kind of off and now they are to have a super professional setup or their lighting was really weird, you know, or they just seemed you could tell they they came into more of their own. And the only way by was
2: by doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I, that's a great tip. And then also like, if you do want to get into like making reels or more video content, um you can do it all natively like you can put in the text bubbles and you know do all that or you can use um like sometimes we'll use canva um so you can like record a video of yourself and then upload that and then you can make a little like title screen and a little ending screen with like your phone number or, like you know deta- like follow me here you know yada 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 and then you can have a little bit more control of the, you know, the font and the colors. So it's more on brand and um, and then, you know, you can have those saved. And then we usually for all for us and for all our clients at the beginning of every month, we schedule out like, OK, this is the day that I'm going to post. This is the topic. Um, and we just all have that tabulated together. I'll, you know, we'll write out captions. We'll put together, OK, I want to use these hashtags for this post. I want to use these hashtags for this post. And then, you know, we'll either, you know, make videos on Canva or like we'll make them on Instagram reels and then draft them and like write in the text. And then, you know, if if we do that, then I just have a little reminder like, oh, three o'clock, I got to post this reel. okay it's drafted. I go to Instagram, hit draft or hit publish and it's there. So just kind of like front loading as much content as you can and then just being really like kind of loose with it, because you're right, especially for your guys, guys's industry. You know, if I'm hiring an event planner, do I want, you know, a more laid back event planner? Do I want a more high energy? Like what kind of event? So showcasing who you are really will help people um, like pick you and be like, oh, I I love her. Like she's very high energy. Like that's what I want for my wedding. I want, you know, I want someone that's like, yeah, like this is great. Like bam, bam, bam. Getting all the stuff done.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So let's say, like, if we could challenge our listeners, if we can give, like, one tip from you that you think they should go out and do today,
2: what would that one tip be? Um, my one tip would be figure out which method of, like planning out your content works best for you. Like, do you need a to-do list on your phone? Do you like, we use Basecamp for all our organization because you can have like files and stuff. Um, You know, some, we used to use like a Google spreadsheet. Like there's a bunch of different ways where you like Google document, where you just like write out all the captions, write all your hashtags, but find what method works best for you that will like motivate you to actually plan out what you want to post and then use it And try and, um, you know, get as much stuff either figured out or actually like made that you can at the beginning of the month, because it's hard, you know, on a Wednesday. And it's like, oh, man, I haven't posted this week. I don't have any content already made, but just kind of like somewhere that you some organization platform that's going to work best for you and then just make as much content as you can or if you see a reel or an Instagram post or something that you're like oh I like this write it down so you don't forget about it. I love that. That is so helpful. That's one I
0: I batch my YouTube video creation because, yeah, I've learned my creativity is not a steady flow. (laughs) Every so often, I'll be like, I have a million ideas. And then other days, I'm like, I I can't think of anything. So I try to hit it on. Utilize
2: the save button on your Instagram. We use that all the time. We'll see something, you know, a reel that we like or, you know, oh, I like the way that they put together this infographic or like whatever. Because you can also make folders in there. And so you could like save it to like, like you know, real topics, um, you know, helpful tips, so like blah, 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 like anything, like you can make different folders within your saved Instagram. So then if you're looking for inspiration, you can go there and be like, okay, I want to do an infographic today here. Oh, here, here's this one. Let me like pull some ideas from this.
0: I did not know that. That's super cool. I was going to say, oh, I've tried to cool. say, I try to remember to save things because it is helpful to, you know, mm-hmm. have something to jump off of. You can make folders. Wow!
2: Yep, you you can make folders. It's so it makes life so much easier.
0: There's a new reel for you, Christina, about the fact that you can create folders in reels. (laughs) Oh, that's a good idea. Folders in saved saved posts on Instagram.
2: (laughs) That's. that's, I'm gonna do that one now. Yeah, because there's little things that it's like, like me as a professional, like I know about them, and I don't even think that like other people don't know them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I also was curious real quick, too. So with Heart and Social, what are like the main services that you all provide? Because we've talked about it a little, but just I want to give you the opportunity to kind of hit it on the head. So like, what are the main services that Heart and Social provides? And is there anything specific you might be looking for now that you could call out to as far as clients you're looking for?
2: Yeah, we so we do we offer social media management, but we also cater to people that want to do it themselves. So we'll make branded um, social media templates or, you know, we'll make little graphics for your um, Instagram story highlights, cover photos, profile pictures. Um, Like, well, any kind of graphic that you might need or want, we also make those for people and like sell them to them in a bundle if they want to be more do-it-themselves. So we do that. We do branding. So like total rebrand, logo design, um, all that kind of stuff, you know, brand colors, fonts, um, the whole shebang. And with that, we can make business cards and letterhead and, um, you know, email signature uh, that's like in your branding, so really anything in that realm of branding, um, and we do a little bit of like website design, and um, we'll also we also offer in our social media like prof- like business professional management. So like if you want us to manage your LinkedIn or like help you with that, like we'll do that. And then um, um, Google My Business management, helping people set that up and like keep responding to reviews. And, um, oh, newsletter and email marketing. We, like, we just added a few things. So I'm just trying to, like, remember what, what we added. That's awesome. Very <laughs> so really love just, that. like, love it. Anything, anything that pertains to, like, digital marketing is kind of in our realm. So, But basically social media and branding are, like, what we do in a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> no small feat, for sure. And, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Before we wrap up, Christina, where can people follow you, follow Heart and Social?
2: Yeah, you can follow us on all social media platforms at Heart and Social Media, typed out, so just Heart and Social Media, on both Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok. We're not as active on TikTok as we should be, but there's a lot of platforms. It's a lot.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, We'll make sure to link those in the show notes as well, so everyone can access those easily for sure. Um, You mentioned Canva, so we'll link Canva out as well, and then be sure to check out the better events pod for that post. We talked about that real post that um, yes. I was able to do with her and social. So that was fun. Um, and just thank you so much again for being here and for taking the time. I know I've learned a lot, so I'm excited to actually implement them in my business as well. So um, thank you so much again. And I'm going to pass it over to Logan. Yeah. Thanks, Christina.
0: Well, now we got to do our bonus tip for the week, which we've just heard a lot about Instagram and social media as a business owner. I'm going to Stick to the same theme of business owner tip, but something completely different. And my bonus tip is automate your savings. This is both for a business owner or personal. Um, the the application I have is more at a personal level. But um, what do I mean when I say automate? I mean have an automatic withdrawal from whatever you use for your checking into your savings. And I had a bad habit of having my check-in and savings always at the same bank. And so I could always see my savings and I would just take out of it whenever I wanted. And what revolutionized this for me about a year and a half ago is I opened a savings account with a completely different bank. Uh, based on a book I'd read. They said, make it hard to get to. So it's um, Ally Bank. They don't have any physical branches. And I loaded the app only on my iPad. So I can only check my account on my iPad. And I automated taking money out of my checking and automatically going into that savings account. And it's a miracle how much you can save when you're not looking at it, when you don't see it, when you don't think about it. Um, It has just brought me joy when I've logged in every couple of months just to check in. And it's Again, I've never been a good saver before in that kind of way of always having dedicated savings. And now I can say it purely because I said it and I forget about it and I'll check in every so often.
1: I love that. A financial tip. We haven't had one of those yet. So I'm here for it. Thank you. Good to know. Well, thanks everyone again for listening to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. And if you would like to follow us, feel free to give us a follow at Better Events Pod on Instagram. And then feel free to also email us if you have any topic, suggestions, or question we- questions, we'd love to hear from you. And that is bettereventspod at gmail.com. And just thanks so much again. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye everybody.